0: From the wheat fields of the thumb to the cherry trees on the third coast, Michigan grows more than 300 different foods and products that we all enjoy every day. We're on a mission to find every local restaurant, manufacturer, and food company sourcing their ingredients right here in the mitten. And in the process, bridge the gap between the farm and your fork. We want to introduce you to all things Michigan agriculture and food. This is Michigan AF. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions, improving their carbon footprint, saving energy. These are all topics farmers are constantly being questioned on, and it's something they work continuously to improve on their farms. Sustainability is vital to farmers. And today we're going to chat with Lisa Woodkey, the Sustainability Director at Star of the West Milling, to learn more about how she works with farmers and the milling company to practice sustainability. Welcome to the podcast, Lisa. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So let's start by just learning more about you and the role that you play in Michigan agriculture.
1: Okay, great. So I um, work for Star of the West Milling Company as their uh, sustainability director, which is a new role at Star of the West. Um, We started the role three years ago. And um, prior to that, though, I was also in agriculture. I grew up on a dairy farm in the Thumb of Michigan, went to Michigan State, and then moved to Texas for a few years to work in retail food and grocery uh, at a place called HEB. So that's where I got some food experience. Then moved back to Michigan and prior to coming to Star of the West, I worked um, in crop protection and seed sales uh, across the state of Michigan in different territories. Um, So that's what I have done and, and that's how I got to Star of the West. That's great. I
0: I always just love hearing it from especially people who work in agriculture who maybe aren't directly related to production. I mean, kind of, you know, that's what I do. And so it's just so great to hear about all the people who are really supporters of farmers and are working directly in production agriculture or not working directly in production agriculture. Uh, so tell us a little
1: bit. What is Star of the West? So Star of the West is actually a 152 year old milling company. We started in Frankenmuth, Michigan, and have moved out from there. So we now have mills in Quincy, Michigan, Ligonier, Indiana, Willard, Ohio, and Churchville, New York. Along with flour, we also have expanded into other business units. So we process dry edible beans, navy beans, black beans, etc. We have a Organic division also called Everbest Organics that processes um, beans as well in Munger, Michigan, McKenna, North Dakota, and St. Hilaire, Minnesota. Along with that, we have agronomy divisions that um, provide inputs to the customer, to the farmers um, that we work with. So they could buy their seed from us or their crop protection products or fertilizer, et cetera. So we work with the farmers selling them inputs, purchasing uh, the grains that they provide or the grains that they grow. And then we process or mill those and sell them to food customers. So that's what Star of the West does. Great. So so when basically, let's, let's take wheat for
0: an example. So farmers would bring you the wheat that they've harvested from their fields and then you mill it and turn it into flour. Where does it typically go from there?
1: Yep. So you might see our big yellow trucks on the highways. Um, So once we process the flour, we put it in bulk tankers usually, but it can also go in 50 pound bags and we take it to food customers. So we work with um, lots of different customers. Uh, Flour goes into many different things and some of the things are um, fish shaped crackers, licorice, uh, ice cream cones, Condensed soups uh, to make it uh, thicker for the uh, for the soups. There's flour that goes into there Um, and and lots of different things that you wouldn't think about um, breading for like chicken nuggets and things like that. Um, Our flour would go into all of those. Wow, that is definitely
0: a large array of items that the flour and, and wheat goes into. Uh, so as sustainability director, your entire job is really working to encourage sustainability, both at the, at the customer level and at the company level. So I know you coordinate some sustainability
1: projects. Can you share what some of those are? I'd love to. So when I was hired on by Star of the West three years ago, my whole job was to work between the growers and the food customers and help to share that story because often the farmers are doing the right things or exactly what the food customers are looking for they just maybe aren't tracking those things or telling their story um so I work with the growers to either gather the data or or tell the story and then share that information with the food customers. The other thing that I work on is food customers have requests. Maybe they want to come out to the farm to, to meet a grower. They want to see a wheat harvest. They want to um, be able to meet and know the people that produce the food that that they use in their products. So we help coordinate that, and we sometimes work to help them uh, make uh, not make sustainability goals, but have those goals be applicable to what um, what farming practices can and cannot happen. Um, we work through things like uh, soft wheat in Michigan gets planted in the fall and it gets harvested in July. So that's a different schedule than than other crops maybe, which are planted in the spring and harvested in the fall. So we just work through all kinds of different things to help um, both sides of the food chain, Understand what the other is looking for, um, and, and then share that great story about what the growers are doing. That's great that you really
0: get to be kind of that that connector between you know the farmer and then and then the next step in the food chain. That's awesome. Um, so when it there are some ways that Star of the West has incorporated sustainability even into their facilities. Can you talk a little bit about those?
1: Sure, we um, actually have focused more on sustainability requests from our customers than we have on internal sustainability, but we have done a lot of things on both sides. So we've incorporated solar panels at our Richville fertilizer facility uh, since I've been here. Um, We've also incorporated a uh, pollinator strip at our Emmett, Michigan facility. Um, We've looked into various different ways in terms of lighting and when we build new buildings and and all of those things that you um, think about when um, you're building new things uh, to make it more sustainable, et cetera. And then some projects though, that we've worked on that I didn't share. Over the past six years, we've worked with the um, soft wheat farmers, generally soft white wheat, but also soft red wheat in Michigan, tracking their inputs to be able to say, how um, their carbon scores look for Michigan. And we're really proud to say that of the 14,000 acres that we worked um, on tracking last year, uh, that per bushel, that wheat was negative 1.3 CO2 equivalents per bushel. Um, So that's amazing. So that wheat that those growers produced sequestered more carbon than it took to to, um, grow it. So we're really excited about that. We also have a system in place called True Terra. uh, That's a membership subscription, and we can analyze field by field um, the inputs that go on the field, the yield that comes off of the field, and we can say financially, what is the best way to move forward, but also sustainably, what is the best way to move forward? Do we keep the whole field in production? Do we take some of it out so we can analyze that way? Um, so we're really excited to work with that True Terra program. And the often we track um, this data that I'm talking about online and the AgriEdge system by Syngenta is, is one of the systems that we've used and that we really like. And it tracks all of those passes across the field so that we have a a really true and accurate story of what's going on in the field.
0: So a lot of times um, when farmers are are going into these sustainability practices, they are really doing it uh, not only as a way to improve the environment, but also as a cost saving measure in some cases, right?
1: Yes, when you think about sustainability, they often talk about it having three pillars people, planet, and profit. So if we want to help protect the planet and we wanna um, help protect the people on the planet, um, if a farmer goes out of business doing that, they cannot continue to to help. So you have to include that profit aspect. So a grower has to be able to make money, um, and then from there, then they can help with that planet and profit, or planet and people side of it as well. So when it comes to farmers and sustainability, what is something that you really want consumers to better understand? I would love for consumers to to be able to meet a grower. I I know that's probably not feasible with only 2% of the population um, that is farmers in the U.S., but if they could meet a grower and understand that growers care, um, they don't just spray chemicals. Uh, they don't douse fields in, in chemicals. They evaluate the options. They work um, daily on the so- with the soil on the earth. Um, if they don't take care of it, it, it cannot produce the food that we need to eat and, and they can't pass it down generation to generation. So the choices that they make, um, they're using all of the best information that they have to make the best choice for both themselves and, um, the community at large, um, because without farmers, none of us would be, would be able to eat. So I, I just would like people to know that in general, farmers are awesome people doing the best job that they know how and learning on the fly. Uh, you, when you farm, you do different things every day. Um, weather plays a important part obviously so plans change things change you have to be able to adjust and adapt so farmers are doing that and and they're doing that now even more so with sustainability in the mix and and thinking about um carbon and climate etc so they're they're doing things the right way is is what i'd like like consumers to know That is excellent.
0: I think all the time, you know, we hear stories about, um, you know, what farmers are doing and, and how farmers are, are, you know, in some ways, you know, a lot of people think not helping the planet and and honestly that's not true and you really hit the nail on the head in terms of they have to be thinking about these things and they have to be thinking about sustainability and practicing sustainability to continue to farm and I think that is really important. So I'm glad that you shared that. Um, thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast to talk about sustainability and the great things that Star of the West is doing to practice sustainability. Uh, Any final thoughts that you want to leave us with?
1: Yes, one thing that I I failed to mention um, is when our agronomy staff works with these farmers to make plans um, uh, for next year or or next planting season, etc. Some of the things that we do now, we sort of take for granted because we've been doing them for so long. But things like variable rate technology, where you don't just go out and spread the same amount of fertilizer across the whole field. You In some spots you do more, in some spots you do less based on soil samples that we've taken and evaluated um, using GPS and grid sampling, et cetera. So there's a whole lot of uh, background that goes into getting those crops ready. And there's a whole lot of, of decisions that can be made that help the environment. And again, sometimes we just do them and forget to share about them. But variable rate technology is a is a great thing. The other thing to talk about is um, nitrogen stabilizers, where it's a product that you add to your nitrogen so that if it rains, it doesn't leach, and if it if it's hot and it's on the top of the surface, it doesn't gas off. So there's there's products that farmers are using to try to to um, make sure that the products that they apply are are kept where they need to be instead of washing out into the Saginaw Bay watershed or other watersheds. Um, or gassing off into the environment, so that's a that's another aspect of sustainability that that Star of the West does in our agronomy locations.
0: That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today and sharing more about sustainability, especially as we are coming near uh, Earth Day and, and obviously wanting to celebrate
1: our planet. I really take you appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thank you, Noel. I really appreciate the time to share. Um, I know that farmers are not always great at sharing their story and we we forget um, that the things we do every day, not everybody understands. So I'm really um, happy and excited to be able to share about Star of the West and sustainability in general and the things that we're trying to do to um, improve the planet. Awesome, thank you so much. Practicing sustainability is
0: something that farmers do 365 days a year. Their stewardship of the land ensures that Michigan agriculture will continue to thrive for decades to come. And as a result, that we get to continue to, join, to enjoy the more than 300 great tasting fresh foods and products grown here. Their top priority is providing nutritious, wholesome food that you can be confident was grown with care. Thanks for listening and join us next time when we'll learn about more food, drinks, and people that are Michigan AF. The Michigan AF podcast is a project of the Michigan Ag Council and the Michigan Grown, Michigan Great campaign. We are a coalition of farmers and agribusinesses committed to providing the best possible foods and products for our neighbors, communities, and the state we all love. To hear more podcasts and to learn about Michigan's agriculture diverse sector, visit michigangrown.org.